this is going to be like kind of like a Christian entrepreneur uh, type of thing. Um, basically, just yeah, I want to share some stuff from the day too. But um, yeah, with with starting a business, I've probably had I probably had between twenty five and thirty different people share business ideas with me this year on businesses that they're thinking about starting, and um, and it's awesome. The biggest thing is is when you know it's um, when you know it's what God wants you to do, like to just start, and like you've got to be okay with looking stupid. You got to be okay with messing up and making mistakes and and going for it. Like if that's what the Lord is calling you to do, man jump out of the boat, like go for it. I'm not saying just like quit your job or whatever, like especially if you have a family, like don't do that. There was a guy that did that <laughs> at the beginning of this year and uh, is <laughs> didn't go so well, um, the guy that I know. But uh, yeah, like just, just starting with something. When I look back at the first videos I did for my marketing business, like, oh my God, they're just like, they're ugly. They're not, they're not like the greatest. When I look at, um, you know, uh, getting started with gutters, getting started with the, with the rain gutter business, I had no idea. I was literally, I, these guys were nice enough to let me go and do jobs with my car. So I'd show up to a $15,000 job in my little Kia Spectra with two ladders strapped to the roof and the back seats full of garbage and leaves and all my tools are in the trunk. <laughs> like it was so ghetto. But uh man, just just starting and being obedient to the things that I felt like God was asking me to do, like th- there's power in that when we do that, you guys. And uh I, I want to encourage all of you that that have business ideas um to to go for it. If you know it's from the Lord if you if if you've taken the time to to pray on it, um, or maybe it's just been in your head for a couple of years and you know it's something God's calling you to do, but you've never really taken action on it, like take take a step and start. And um, man, people are going to call you an idiot. People are going to say it's not going to work. People are going to say you don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're talking about. This guy's not a professional. Like all all sorts of stuff. And um, God, with music too. I've had so many people um, through the years tell me like singing is not my thing. And then especially within Christian groups, right? Like they'll kindly tell me, you know, what they'll say is, man, you're really good at rapping. You should stick to rapping. And what they're saying is like, your singing voice is not the greatest. And that went on for years, like years. And And then like, it seemed like, it seemed like maybe a few times a year, once or twice a year for the last eight years or so, ever since I built my first recording studio. Really, I'm being serious. Like once or twice a year, I would have somebody tell me like, man, you got a really awesome singing voice. Like, keep going. You should do that. But that was it. And uh, like God did that on purpose because he didn't want me to do it for people. And it, it put like a fire in me, man. 
And I, I, I still hear that stuff, you know, where people encourage me to just rap. And it's like, no, man, I want to sing and I want to lead worship and I want to sing in school assemblies and I want to sing at secular music venues where people are on acid and mushrooms and and uh, their lives are a mess. And then after the show, go and just out and pray for anybody who's around and minister. Um, yeah, I just, I, I love singing. And, and, and that was one of the, probably one of the biggest things uh, that the enemy has tried to come at me with is, is to convince me like, yeah, I'm just not a singer. It's just not my thing. It's just not my gift. And like, I've had that from so many people, whether they said it directly or whatever. And like tons of it, like in the church too. And, uh, but like I knew the whole time, you know, I, I, I just knew it. I'm like, Lord, I, I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I have so much fun doing this. Like, it's just, it's outrageous. Um, but yeah, the main, the main thing is in this is just to just encourage you guys to, um, to start. I, um, we just went out and had supper and I, I, my friend Dylan built me a website. Um, I'm going to make him a ridiculous ad video now too. He, he's, I'm not even Dylan, if you're listening to this, I'm going to make a really goofy ad video and put your phone number like huge across the screen um, because it, it put me number two on Google. When someone types in rain gutters, Alexandria, I'm like number two as far as like the actual Google ones that pop up. There's some other people that do paid ads. Um, I'm sure I'll start doing that too. But like the the next company above me, you know, they're probably doing between 10 and $15 million a year in revenue. And I'm like, just started, like this is year number two. Uh, I've only been doing it a year and a half, right? And now we're ranked up there. Um, So like, it was a really good opportunity, like a niche market within this area to be able to jump in and do that. And there's other people doing gutters around here, but what we've been able to do, being led by the Holy Spirit with Facebook and with the website and different things with advertising and just maneuvering through the waters of, of the, the entrepreneur side of it, right? Like the, the business side of it. Um, like it's, it's been crazy, man. It's been crazy what the Lord's done. And, um, like year two, year two with the gutter business, over $200,000 in revenue just from the gutters. Like that's crazy, man. Like April of last year was my first time ever touching a gutter. Like, that's not normal, man. And that's why, like, when God leads us to do stuff, man, like, he, that's how he wants it to be, man. And it's, it's like, he does want to bless us and he does, he does want us to be doing well and, and all that stuff. Um, but like, he wants us to be able to help people, man. That's like the main thing. And, um, not only that, but like the testimony that comes out of that, man, it's like he gets all the glory. Like it doesn't make sense. That shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't have gone that well. It like, and like so much went wrong. Oh my God. So much went wrong. It was like, as the, the, I, I tell the story every now and again, but like one time it was Thursday night, popped a tire. I was like, all right, I'm going to change this tire. I get out there. I can't get the other tire down. These guys stop. They try helping me for two hours, these lawn care guys. It's like nighttime, you know. And finally, we get we get the tire out and we put it on. It's pop. 
I'm like, all right, guys, I'm just going to sleep out here. I'll get a hold of AAA in the morning. My direct deposit goes through tomorrow morning. So I had to wait until I, until I had money because I, I had AAA, but it didn't work. They didn't come. And uh, they were all sleeping. So, so I, sl- I slept in my van on the side of the road, man. And uh, it wasn't even like, it, it was like bad or anything, dude. It was just like I knew, like, I was like, well, Lord, you knew this is going to go on. And I could have had somebody come get me, but it wouldn't have made sense because then somebody would have had to bring me back out there and I would have wanted to pay him for both the trip out and the trip back out. So it made more sense to sleep in my van on the side of the road. I had heat. It was still running. Um, but like, man, those, the, the challenging things that come up in business or like the voices that say that you can't do it and it's never going to work. Like God wants that to, to like fuel the flame inside of you, you know, cause it, it can, it can be a thing from the enemy that deters us and, and scares us away and gets us to believe what the world believes and, and all the voices that, that are coming at us from, from the demons. Right. And, uh, but man, God, God wants to, he wants to take that and, and flip it when those things occur. So I just want to encourage you guys. If there's, if there's people that have told you, whether it's your parents, whether it's like pastors, people in, in leadership, like with, within your churches, people that you look up to, whatever it is, or just friends, family of, of any kind, if, if they've said just small things that stick in your head that you remember, like you remember those things. And I can still think of those things that people have said in the last eight years or whatever, right? Um, not that there's like unforgiveness, but I, I know exactly the words they said and how they said it because it was like the enemy wanted to use that to take me down and discourage me. But like, man, being able to, every time I think of those things, every time they come to mind, just be like, God, thank you thank you for just leading me and showing me how to do this. It's amazing. There'd be no other way if I, if I didn't know you, Lord. I thank you for just directing my steps. And no matter what I hear, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow you, God. And I'm going to do the things that you're calling me to do. I trust you. Like, that's so, so powerful, dude. There was a, um, there was a situation today, a ministry situation, where this person, um, it was a person I had done business with for about a year. And... Um, basically, uh, I think they're going to end up, uh, coming to our church and, and it's pretty cool. And for that year, there was a lot of things that I could have done wrong within that business relationship that would have messed that up. And I knew what the, how the Lord called me to respond within that business relationship. And, and, uh, he, he, he gave me the strength to, to be able to do it right. And, and now I believe that person is gonna, um, is, is gonna come check out our church and, and, and it's pretty darn cool, man. Um, we all went, uh, hiking tonight. We thought we were going to a light show. Dylan, same Dylan with the website thing. He hits me up. He's like, Hey, there's a light show tonight out at, uh, Carlos State Park. So I'm thinking a light show, they must be lighting off fireworks or something. So we go out there with six of us and it's literally a hike through the woods. 
and we did not dress that warm. So we were just having a blast, though. Like, we first started, we're thinking, are we going to make it all the way out there? And then pretty soon, like, Jeff's making car noises. We're singing songs. We just, we had a blast out there. We were just tearing it up, man. It, it, it was awesome. Um, and then we all went out and got Perkins, except for the, the Life Right guys. They had to get home by 10. Um, but, yeah, man, we just, we had a blast. It, it was really, really good. Um, I've been studying world history. Most of what they tell us is a lie in our in our books. To get the accurate information, you've got to go off of history books before the Civil War um, and from other countries outside of the U.S. Um, and, to, and to base it off of those type of history books, you're still going to get a lot of lies, but it'll be a lot better. I was up till 4 this morning. I think I only slept three hours last night. It's weird that I still got so much energy. I think it's totally the Holy Spirit. Um, I was up till four in the morning researching this stuff. Uh, basically, uh, the people that... I'm not going to go too much into this, actually. This will probably just throw you all off and you'd be confused. But anyways, they're lying to us about a, lo- a lot of things with, with our history. And um, not all of it was with evil intentions, uh, but, but a lot of it was basically just to sell oil. Like, they had electric cars back in the 1800s. The first cars, you know, it was about a third of them were electric, a third of them were steam, and a third of them were gas. Gas was the least efficient, the most expensive. They broke down the most. But the oil companies, they really wanted to sell gas, and, and they got really good at it. So they took out the electric cars. They took out the atmospheric energy devices, all sorts of stuff like that. If you guys look up atmospheric energy, zero point energy, and Tartaria, if you look up Tartaria and the mud flood, you're going to find information about how a lot of these churches and mosques as well, and large buildings that have been there for a while, the way they're structured, the way they are, is because they use copper coils inside of them, and they're basically one big battery at the top of the building. That's why they made them so tall, is because they were atmospheric energy devices. The way we use uh, power now, it's all based in this dimension. Atmospheric energy is basically pulling energy from another dimension. It sounds really complicated, but it's not. It's a lot simpler than what we have now. So if you look at pictures from the 1800s back then, they had street lights. Those street lights were not powered with wires. They were powered with atmospheric energy. That's why they're shaped with the goofy round shapes on the top. It was literally copper coils in there, and that's how they were doing it. So Dylan's brother, Mason, we're going to start ordering some of this stuff and trying to build these things in his garage because he's kind of a geek like that. And I've just, I've thought this stuff is cool for years. I've, I've kind of looked into this stuff, but more so lately, I've just had more free time. Um, but yeah, that's kind of a whole side tangent in itself. Hopefully within a year we can get, we can get all of our, our cars running on this stuff and, instead of gas. But I think that'd be a stretch and the CIA would probably try to kill us or something. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. But anyways, I think uh, I think that's it. I've been having so much fun singing my songs. Um, they're the Lord's songs, right? But like they're, they're my songs. And uh, he, he's, he, he tells me that sometimes. He's like, it, he, he'll, he'll talk about it like that to me, like the Holy Spirit will. He'll be like, isn't it so fun to be singing your songs and doing what you love to do? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's awesome, man. 
And I've never really brought it to life like this. And again, it's God, right? Like he's doing it. He's directing it. He's leading it. And, and I'm trying to follow his voice to the best that I can. Um, but I've never went through and put backing tracks to all these songs and been pre preparing a live set. And now it's like, yeah, I'll get to do this thing at the end of January that's going to be sweet. But beyond that, I'm going to be ready to roll. By the end of January, I'm going to be good to go and play secular music events wherever. And uh, man, I want to reach people. It's going to be so awesome. So anyways, this is kind of just a bunch of random stuff and updates on whatever. But God bless you guys. Have a good night.